Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you as we begin another day. It's Tuesday, late, well, actually early fall. I understand this is fall now. We got some rain coming. Isn't that wonderful? We need a little but will it make any difference in the politics of this state? Yeah, probably not. It should, but it won't. Now, why should it? Why do I say that? Oh, it's just, it, you know, look, we got some forest fires going on out there. We need some rain to tap them down a little bit. It'd be a good thing. Because the politics of this state, let them burn. One of the reasons I support Betsy, she ain't going to do that. There's a story today about Oregon's drug decriminalization effort. Sends fewer than 1% of the people addicted to treatment. Fewer than 1%. Two years after we, the people, maybe you, because I didn't vote for it, I voted against it, voted to pass Measure 110. It is an unmitigated disaster. Decriminalizing heroin, cocaine, methamphetamine, and other drugs. Small amounts, you know, because, hey, it really doesn't matter. You know, a little bit of it, fine. You don't, you don't have the stigma of, you know, being a druggie, and you don't have to go fill up the jails. They weren't filling up the jails anyway. That was another lie. But Oregon still, I mean, it was sold to us that, hey, this is going to reduce addiction rates. <laughs> Anybody with half a brain could figure that out. Well, fatal overdoses have increased almost 20% over the previous year with over 1,000 people dead over half of the addiction treatment programs in the state don't have the capacity to meet the demand because they don't have enough staffing or funding. Supporters want more states to be like Oregon, saying decriminalization reduces the stigma of addiction and keeps people who use drugs from going to jail and being saddled with criminal records. The behavioral health director, the Oregon Health Authority, Steve Allen, said, well, it was kind of a rocky start, but boy, we've reached a great milestone. $302 million we've spent to help people get off of drugs or at least use those drugs more safely. The road to get here has not been easy, he said. Oregon is the first state to try such a bold and transformative approach. One expert, though, this is an Oregonian story, told the lawmakers the effort is doomed. 
Less people with addictions are nudged into treatment. This is a professor at Stanford University. Folks, there were 16,000 people who accessed services in the first year of decriminalization. Of those 16,000, less than 1% entered treatment. Less than 1%. Only in Oregon could Kate Brown's bureaucracy say this is such a bold and transformative approach. Laud such an incredibly successful program. Less than 1% enter treatment. You know, even a blind squirrel can find a nut once in a while. You know the old saying? Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Christine Drazen said, I voted no on Measure 110 because decriminalizing hard drugs like heroin and meth was and is a terrible idea. She supports the idea of asking the voters to repeal it. That's the way to do it. As expected, it has made our addiction crisis worse, not better. Good for you, Christy. You get it. Betsy Johnson said she would work to repeal what she called a failed experiment. Now, Tina Kotek, well, her spokesperson, said Drazen and Johnson want to go against the will of the voters. Oregonians do not want to go backward. As governor, Tina will make sure that the state is delivering on what voters demanded, expanded recovery services, services statewide. So let me ask you the question. Is giving the voters, us, the opportunity to repeal Measure 110. Let us debate on it. Let us have the vote. Is that going against the will of the people? Now, traditionally, when this happens in Oregon, people repass the measure by a larger margin. True. It's happened a number of times. So which do you think it is? You think Oregon's ready to say, yeah, this is a failed experiment. It has increased addiction rates, not lessened them. Or do you think they'll buy into what Tina Kotek is saying? That this would be repealing it or even voting on the repeal of it would be going against the will of the voters. Which do you think it is? 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Tonight is our uh, second governor's debate. While we are at the political coffee clutch, the honky-tonk bar and grill on McGill Crest in Salem starting at 6 o'clock. Come and join us if you care about what's going on 
inside Oregon's elections process. If you have questions about it, if you want to help fix it, we'll have more information for you. We're meeting every Tuesday evening. Every Tuesday evening. So come and join us. Six o'clock tonight. Heck, I got rain coming. And I'm going to be there tonight. I got rain coming and I haven't started replanting next year's crop yet. I'm about ready to and I will today. That's how important this is. Anyway, there's also a governor's debate tonight. From 6 to 730. It's in Bend. You can watch the live stream of it. At live stream KTVZ is the TV station over there. Live stream KTVZ. Thank you, Barbara. Go Betsy. That's right. Let's go to the phones. 503-589-1220. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Morning, Jeff. Crime, crime, crime. 110. What it's done for Oregon is raise the crime rate. Auto theft, property theft. Etc. Yeah. Etc. We Ever. called it right when that damn thing was on the ballot. Nobody I know voted for it, but who did? The libs and the damn Democrats. And now we got a situation where all hell is breaking loose all over Oregon because of these drug addicts. They're not going to seek assistance. No, no, no. They're going to continue wandering our streets, living in these homeless camps, stealing and shooting up, or whatever they do, smoking, etc. That is reality. And why do we have it? Is because of the liberal, liberal Democrats, because they're the ones that pass this dang thing. And that is why we got to oust them, oust them all out of our state government because so, we're so, not so getting... So let me ask you a question, though. I mean, you, you know what, what we all know that, yeah, this Measure 110 has created higher rates of addiction. It's part of the homeless crisis. It's part of the mess that we're in. It's the ugliness of what's happening I mean, I was watching Channel 12 last night, and a gal came on who owns a furniture store in Portland, and she said every day she has to clean up needles and human feces from in front of their store on the sidewalk from the homeless, drug-addicted people. All right, so do you think that the average person, Art, is connecting the dots that you just connected? Jeff, a lot of people are starting to get it um, because it's getting worse and worse. Okay, I'm a blind guy, and I'm scared to death to go anywhere on my own. Any woman in the state of Oregon should be scared to death to go anywhere Anywhere, Jeff, even in broad daylight, they're getting their purses stolen, they're getting beat up, and if they don't get it, then they just got their heads where the sun don't shine. 
we got to make positive changes in Oregon <laughs> because the Democrats have, they have destroyed our state, Jeff. They have made it less safe, defunding the police, the whole nine yards. I told you that story about what happened this last weekend at my house. Yeah, I right, had cops right. everywhere in my neighborhood trying to find a dang criminal. I think he was a car thief, but, uh, and they never caught him. And well, in Oregon, if you catch them anyway, they get out on bail and they go back to doing the same dang thing. Uh, Jeff, everybody needs to wake up. I think we, I think a lot of people are, but, uh, you know, the only way we're going to have positive change is to give everybody, every Democrat in political office a pig slip. God bless you. Yep. Thank you, friend. I appreciate that's Art's opinion. What do you think? What do you think about Measure 110? Should it be repealed? Is it going against the will of the voters? Do you think enough people have seen enough drug addiction mess to make those connections in their brain? What do you think, folks? 503-589-1220 is that Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails. Jeff at 1220.am. By the way, thanks to my power Honda. Yes. Power Honda is one of our sponsors. Thank you, guys. Go to MyPowerHonda.com. You're looking for a great car, a new one, or a used one. MyPowerHonda.com. Funny, back to home. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Yes, join us tonight, Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. We're going to get at it again on how you can preserve your liberty, because that's what it's about, friends. By engaging in election transparency. Because who gets elected matters. It's like Art articulated. You see, it's Tina Kotek's policies along with Kate Brown's. And the idiots who bought the lie that, hey, all we have to do is decriminalize drugs and everything will be okay. It isn't, and we know it. But do the people in your world know it? No, it's quite serious now. Have they drawn the connection? They made the connection, the dots. Hmm? It's a big deal. Yesterday, sadly, you know, we have uh, the Freedom Foundation uh, on uh, regularly on this radio show. And yesterday, 
The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled against two of the Freedom Foundation lawsuits regarding the SEIU 503 in Oregon forging the signatures of two members of the union who wanted out. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, the most liberal and most overturned in the nation, acknowledged that the forgery happened. Yes, they acknowledge it. But they said neither the state of Oregon nor the union have any constitutional duty to obtain consent from the employee. What? What meaning does the law have then? Hmm? Look, I may be just a poor, emphasis on poor, dirt farmer from Halsey, Oregon, but even I can figure that out. But apparently these esteemed jurists can't figure out. What they've just done is made the law a joke. No constitutional duty, really? You mean the law that says you gotta, you can't forge people's signatures isn't constitutionally valid? Hmm? No kidding. So what they just did, they basically gave the middle finger. It's not what Jason Dudash says, the executive director of the Oregon Freedom Foundation. It's not what he says. He says they thumbed their nose. I say they gave the middle finger to the Janus decision. Again, this should not surprise any of us because most of the members of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals are avowed liberals. In the second decision, they did the two decisions. The Ninth Circuit ignored the fact that SEIU 503 forged Mr. Zelensky's, a state employee's signature, twice on two separate. And the court concluded, get this, the court concluded that as long as the union says that they have the employee's permission, the state can rely on the union's statement and do nothing to protect the First Amendment rights of public workers. All the union has to do is say, hey, we got their permission, even though they have no proof other than a forged signature. Stunning, isn't it? So let's see where they go from here. They intend to take both of these cases to the U.S. Supreme Court, and I hope they do. I truly hope they do. And we'll try to get Jason on maybe tomorrow. Uh, to talk about you just you needed to know about that folks uh again 503-589-1220 is the power of buick gmc talk line we're asking this question should measure one to if measure 110 is allowed to be repealed now the legislature would need to do that does that just guarantee that it would be passed again by the stupid voters of this state who bide the, bought the lie the first time. Because that's normally what happens. Or do you think people have figured it out? What do you think? Is it going against the will of the people to even put it forward 
as a referendum, which, by the way, doesn't take a governor's signature. Legislature can just do that on their own. Or do you think they're, you know, the Democrats who would probably control the next legislative session? Will they just say, no, it's the will of the people. Let's leave it like it is because it's working so well. Something that is working well is your reliance upon freedom, heating, and air to keep you cool on those really warm days. It was almost 90 degrees yesterday. And if your home air conditioning, your HVAC system wasn't working, you felt it. Going to be 80 degrees today. Then we're going to get some rain for a couple of days, and it'll cool down. And then you're going to need the heat working. Well, if your HVAC system isn't working to keep you cool, it ain't going to work to keep you warm. Call Freedom Heating and Air, and they'll get out to your place right away, and they'll get it fixed. 503-580-1456. This is what they do well. 503-580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. Also, a federal judge has dismissed a parent's lawsuit against Attorney General Merrick Garland because he just he wrote a memo describing them as threats. And that was a Trump judge that said, well, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Well, maybe not all Trump judges were the right decisions. We'll see. Lots more to talk about. Your phone calls at 630. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is that Power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.com. A.M. or Jeff at KSLM dot news. There is. Um, <laughs> so Fred had sent me an email and wanted to know about. If you're called an election denier, how would you answer that? Why is the. Republican Party nationwide have a cogent res- why don't they have a cogent response to this Democrat claim? Well, the first way that you say that you're an election denier is to point out that there are provable in court now and in election um, audits, a number of cases across the country since the 2020 election. Where, in fact, the machines have found to produce errors, massive errors, and they've had to be corrected. So that's not denying anything. That's reality. 
That's called election integrity and transparency. And it continues to this day, folks. Because it just happened in Georgia and other places. Now, why doesn't the Republican Party have a cogent response to the Democrat claim that we're election deniers? Because the Republican Party thinks it's a loser. The Republican Party never wanted to go along with it because they wanted to get rid of Trump to begin with. And many in the Republican Party very quietly like the Liz Cheney approach. Like the Democrats' overt claims of needing to kill MAGA and MAGA supporters. You know, make America great again. That's why there's no national response to it. Republican Party is a mess, folks. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. We are asking this question about Measure 110. If the legislature put it back to a vote of the people by referendum, what do you think would happen? You think the people would just get angry because they've already voted on it once and it's the will of the voters? Or do you think they've seen enough of the failure of it, given this Oregonian story today, that less than 1% of the people have accessed drug treatment? You think they'll figure that out? Which is it? 503-589-1220. Let's go to Terry's on the line. Terry, good morning. What do you think? Hey, Jeff. Hey. Hey. Yeah, turn down your radio, if you would, in the background. I'm sorry. Hello? Yeah, there you go. We got you now. Okay. Let's go. Just a quick question for you. Um, Do you think it would do any good with the way our voting machines are? Did we vote for everything that uh, passed? They say passed? I mean, let's face it. The machines we don't, don't know. Work to, to, only to the de- to the side of the Democrats. We, no the answer we to your vote, question is we, we don't know. Going to put it in. We un- unless you so you have to match up the actual ballot with what the machine said. Uh, how the machine recorded it. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Is it algorithms? Is it a prescribed um, computer program that says no matter what, we're going to make Measure 110 pass? Or we're going to make this Democrat win no matter what? It's difficult to say, Terry, because it's been both ways. We know that an algorithm was written in the 2020 election in Michigan to where a bunch mm-hmm. of Trump votes were switched to Biden. That's been proven, that was corrected, okay? It just happened again down in Georgia where a Democrat woman running for office who voted for herself and her husband voted for her, the machine said they got zero votes. And what they did, Terry, is they went back and they did a hand recount and guess what they found out? 
3,700 votes had been misallocated by the machine. And actually, this woman got the most votes, and now she's in a runoff election in November. It continues to this day. So it varies. We can't depend on them is the point. That's why we need to go back to, as Dr. Frank says, voting homage. So let's go back to hand ballots. I agree. So do you think are are there is there anybody in your world that is even aware of this or do that just everybody just kind of buy the line that these machines are okay? Nobody I've talked to. Well, a lot of people that I talk to are just okay with it because you know what? They don't even know. You know, you know what's interesting, Terry, is there's a bunch of people that I've talked to recently. They don't even know who's running for governor. Doesn't surprise me. It really doesn't. We're spending millions of dollars on TV advertising, and they don't know who's running for governor. <laughs> it, it just, it's sad, Terry. Terry, thanks for a, a good question. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll Thank let you. Terry go. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk. If you want to send me... An email, send it to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Now, Julie writes an email about Measure 110. She said, when I voted no on this measure, I wondered who the heck would ever vote for such a convoluted idea. Putting it up to the people, putting it up to the people, the same drug-addicted morons would vote for it again. The most insipid argument was the removal of the stigma of drug addiction. I've been of the opinion abuse of drugs of any substance is a sin. Immorality should be stigmatized and not condoned. So what then about what if they say to you? And and this is an argument that people have made forever, right? Well, you know, prohibition against alcohol didn't work. So a little bit of alcohol is okay. So if a little bit of alcohol is okay, isn't a little bit of methamphetamine or heroin okay? How would you answer that? Because that's the comeback you're going to get. Well, a little bit of it is okay. Well, what's the fruit of both of them? Well, let's look at the fruit of Measure 110 first. People come to Oregon for drug tourism. They literally move here and live drug-addicted lives. Again, small amounts. And we've spent $300 million so far on drug addiction services and less than 1% of people who are drug addicted get any of those treatments. How well is that working? How well is it working with all the drug needles and paraphernalia? Because that's what's really dangerous for our kids, our communities. What about the stories that we, what I saw, I just told you about it, that I saw this morning on Channel 12. About the business owner. Been in business a long time, a furniture business in Portland. Every day has to go out and pick up the drug needles and the human feces on the sidewalk in front of their business. Now, how much, this is why I keep asking the question, are people connecting the dots? 
So this is where you come in. Now, Terry asked a good question. Were our votes really counted? The way we voted, we don't know. That's the problem. And until you do a hand audit, you won't know. We do know that the ballot machines, according to this trial that happened last week, which the judge has still yet to rule on, I expect the judge probably going to rule on it here any day, that in that trial, what we learned is that the your so-called anonymous ballot gets assigned a QR code by the machine, which is illegal. Is anybody going to do anything about that? It's a long list of illegalities. That stuff we'll be talking about tonight. Uh, Fred uh, has sent me, by the way, this report, the X-22 report. Election fraud revealed patterns are emergency. Transparency is the only way forward. This is Matt and Joy Thayer. They have, you know, they're the people that produce selection code. And it's about this election. Right. The pattern. This is where you come in. You can help educate people around. It's 648. Back in a moment. There's other things to talk about, including Mark Thielman's new Battleground Oregon effort. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. You know, uh, Dale brings up a really good point. Oh, you know, he he said, I wish I was half as poor as you claim to be. <laughs> That's not the point, folks. Um, about Tina Kotek saying, oh, you can't overturn the will of the voters now. No, we just need to throw more money at the problem and make sure it gets, you know, services, people getting services. Folks, they have to want the services. They don't. They're very happy being high all the time. Sitting in their little homeless camp, panhandling, stealing your car, stealing your catalytic converter, assaulting you because nobody's going to prosecute him hey he, Dale points this out and this is, this is really really good Tina Kotek is a hypocrite Dale writes oh really Kotek how about you leading to overturn measure 88 was that going against the will of the people you snake Remember, we repealed illegal alien driver's licenses. You guys remember that? Measure 88 by two to one. 
I know, I was right in the middle of that, helped make that happen. We repealed it. That was the will of the voters, wasn't it, Tina? That's the point Dale's making. And now she says, well, we can't overturn, you know, Measure 110 because that's the will of the voters. Yeah. You know, snakes have forked tongues. Somebody ought to see if Tina Kotek has a forked tongue. Good point, Dale. Really, really good point. She's a hypocrite. Let's just be honest. Folks, um, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor that focuses on absolute quality, especially if he's doing work in your home. Now, it could be in your business, too, but he really specializes in bathroom and kitchen remodels. Got some great pictures showing the proof that he focuses on quality on his website, RighteousRenovations.com, before and after photos, but also some great customer testimonials from people who have appreciated his commitment to quality. You're looking for a contractor, somebody you can trust to do it right, the way you want it done, and not make your life miserable in your home with a kitchen or a bathroom remodel, because that will happen. It can happen, let's put it that way, Not, but not with Eric Azer. RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. Mark Thielman has started a new effort called BattlegroundOregon.org. BattlegroundOregon.org. And it's good stuff, folks. If you go to the website, battlegroundoregon.org, it says focused and coordinated organization among conservative allies to fuel the red wave in Oregon. Now, look, yes, I am voting for Betsy because I don't trust uh, Tina for sure. (laughs) And I don't trust Christine for all the reasons you've heard me articulate. But I'm absolutely backing Lori Chavez de Reamer, who's running against the radical leftist Jamie McLeod Skinner, who defeated Kurt Schrader, former colleague of mine, more moderate kind of blue dog Democrat, in that new district. Well, it's newly redrawn 5th Congressional District, of which I happen to be in and will be voting for Lori Chavez de Reamer. Now, Lori DeRemer is up in the polls. The ads that are being run right now, by the way, so is Mike Erickson, who's running as the Republican in, and we're going to try to get both of them on the air, running as a Republican in the newly formed 6th Congressional District. The Jamie McLeod Skinner ads being run against her by the Republican Congressional Group. Incredibly powerful. You, sh- you should see that. If you haven't, you need to see them because they are really powerful. And Republicans are, this, this new poll just came out, and it's a liberal poll, by the way. I think it was the ABC News poll, shows that Republicans on the issue of crime have a, over a 20-point lead over the Democrats. 
On inflation, they have just a slightly under that lead. On the economy, it's like 18 and 16%. Huge numbers, folks. Huge. This is what you got to pound away at. Now, I will tell you that even in, where is that story? Where is that story? Where is that story? Another poll is a town hall story. Came out of Washington State. Patty Murray, been there forever in the U.S. Senate, is in deep trouble. Her lead is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. An unknown Republican, Tiffany Smiley, is less than three points away. 2.9%. This is very blue, very leftist Washington state, folks. Now, let me bring this back aground, around to battlegroundoregon.org. This is Mark Thielman's effort. What they are doing here is they are organizing the lawsuits, several lawsuits, all focused on election integrity. That's their purpose. And it's the right purpose. This is why we're getting together tonight, the political coffee clatch at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. If you care about, if you still have questions about election integrity, come and join us tonight. It's just very informal. Six o'clock, Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. We're working with Oregon People's Vote. They've got a great website, Oregon People's Vote. And Vote Ref. Go to voteref.com. If you have questions about maybe somebody's registered to vote in your home that you didn't know was there, it's so simple. Go to voteref.com and just put in your address. And in fact, let me do that right now. Uh, I got a little bit of time left here. Carry the one. And let's see. My own address. Yes. Accepted. Doesn't even show that I'm registered here. Uh, I'll figure that out. Hey, join us tonight. Thanks, each and everyone. Be back tomorrow.